you'll know you're a good leader when people follow you, if only out of curiosity. <laughs>
Shibata fade is Man coming back. Shibata fade. Back when I was your age, we had Shibata fades. <laughs> we used to just get the baguette bowl cuts. <laughs> That's all we had, and we liked it. We never complained. Well, back by popular demand because the people are screaming for it. We let her in the door one time, and everybody just stands outside chanting, Lise Marie, Lise Marie, from the Island of Enchantment. She's sometimes sassy, but always classy. It's lovely lady, Lise Marie. Hi, everybody. I love you all. I've missed you all. Hey, how was your birthday? I think everyone <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> it was a good time. I had It happened during Megacon. That's right. So I, 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 you know, I never remember your birthday, but I always remember your twin sister's birthday, so it works out well. <laughs> that Super. joke never gets old. Uh, you know, I love, I love saying it. Uh, keeping this this party going. Uh, she's cool. She's maybe cooler than you. She might not be cooler than you. We don't watch you every minute, but she is here, and we acknowledge her. It's Julia Cameron Colazzo. I feel so seen. Senpai <laughs> <laughs> noticed you. And not seen as in like blue hair. Senpal, thanks. I feel like I could have been nicer on that, but just I really never know what to say for you. I don't know. I feel like my intro is always different, and that makes me unique and special. Here, we're, we're going to do like a choose your own adventure. So I'm going to do three intros for you today, okay? okay? And then we'll just let the people choose the one they like the best, okay? okay. Oh, okay. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Democracy. <laughs> Democracy. <laughs> she walks around with a spring in her step because her heart is always filled with a happy tune. It's Julia Cameron Colazzo. That is option no, that was option B. Option, option A already happened. Oh, really? Yeah. I already forgot what well, you no, the first one was option B. I think, I think option A was the one with the Chibata fade. I'm not sure. I don't remember either. <laughs> and then here we I go. Like option C. One. She is like the Pied Piper of Hamlin. She is loved by children and she hates rats. That's all I got. Julia Colazzo. <laughs> oh my God. It's, good love, it's a work in progress. It's, it's a work yeah, in it's, progress. It's, 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 you well, know, which one will one they pick? Developing. I hope it's A. <laughs> Chibata fade. And... Uh, <laughs> Sounds delicious. Over here on the other side of the table, uh, apparently knitting because we we this this, is, this group needed a grandma. She is this so is way. not knitting. What is it? I don't know. You've I'm got... making a quilt. Okay, that's <laughs> quilting. It's I'm quilting. not knitting. I'm is, making a quilt. On this on the <laughs> on the sliding scale of coolness, is knitting less or more cool than making a quilt? Uh, quilts are much cooler because you get warmth from them. More warmth. I don't like knitting. Knitting's hard. <laughs> Jackie's over here like, I'm not knitting. I'm making the new American flag. <laughs> Call me Betsy Ross. It's very spoopy. <laughs> it's a very um, spoopy seasonal oh, yeah. seasonal design. What does spoopy mean? It's like spoopy season. Spooky spoopy. season. Yeah, man. It's three spoopy, like five me. Like the little kitty mean. cats and the little jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> and the little owls. That's more, it's it's more than two spooky four more. Well, she is, uh, she is salty. She is sweet. She's conveniently pocket-sized. Would you please welcome back to the Nerd of God cast, the amazing and the delightfully spoopy Jackie freaking Wilson. That's my new favorite intro. You learned a new word. She's spoopy, y'all. She's spoopy. She's spoopy. <laughs> and wow. before we get too far into this party, over in the booth, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, would you guys give it up for our resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer? Hi, Nick. Hello. There he is. <laughs> it's a brand new How many it's a brand new did feeling. we come up with Nick last time? I'm just remembering that. What? All the nicknames for dad. Oh, for no. Nick. Oh. <laughs> I think any name for him is a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but his um, name is Nick. Go home. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. You cannot laugh track yourself. <laughs> I think you absolutely <laughs> can. You certainly can. Power. I you better check power. yourself before you laugh track yourself, fool. 
<laughs> you better check yourself while you track yourself, <laughs> sucker. Uh, we would love for you to laugh track us or just let us know what you like about us or let us know what you hate about us or, or demand pictures of Alexandria's weave. The best place for you to do that is by hanging out with us across all the, sh- the social not media. Weave, not the not if, if you don't follow us, we'll send you pictures of my mullet. That's right. There it's you one go. Or the other. <laughs> oh, slide that Pick mullet with the Chibata Faye right up in your DMs. The promise and a threat. <laughs> Do that by hanging out with us across all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Not to mention TikTok at Nerd of Godcast, wherever you like to social media. You can also use uh, nogsquad.com to leapfrog to our Facebook small group. That's the Nerd of God Squad. We have a great group of people over there that like to hang out, play games, and uh, just really be an encouragement to each other. So that's hanging out with us on the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. Share some memes, live your dreams, and uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, please make sure that you leave us a review. We love stars, especially when they come in fives. Nerd of Godcast, we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> what a pitch. Uh-huh. That was spoopy. That was very spoopy. That was very spoopy. <laughs> we got lots to do tonight, guys, and unfortunately we don't have a lot of time, so you know the first thing that we're going to do? I'm just going to get right into it. We're going to play a game tonight. Yeah. 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 I just have to put down my quilt. <laughs> put that play, quilt down. We're gonna play a terribly disappointing game for Jackie because she's got to put down her spoopies. Put that thing back where it down came from. Please so help, help me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to say spoopies on the radio? Not no. Well, it's a podcast. If we were on, if we were on network, no, no I don't think so. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a game tonight, and uh, you guys all have your boards in front of you, and uh, you're gonna write down your answers, except for Neff. <laughs> Neff, you are our authorized and certified and deputized scorekeeper tonight, okay? And this, because this game is just for the ladies. Oh, wow. I, I don't know if this you're excited means, or what scared. What this means is that Ooh. Tony thinks we're not as smart as Neff, <laughs> and so he's excluding Neff to give us a chance at success. And no, I appreciate it. No, I'm being punished. Yeah, it's the mullet. The mullet. The mullet. <laughs> That's what it is. You're you're in mullet timeout. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this tonight we're going to be talking about leadership. Leadership is an important thing, and I, I can't wait to, to hear a little bit about this topic from you guys. Everybody uh, needs a leader, right? And we all have the opportunity to lead other people. We're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite leaders tonight, talk about some of the things that make a leader great, and we might just get a little bit of hate on and talk about the things that make terrible leaders terrible. But first, let's go back in the archives and let's talk about some leaders, some of our famous fictional leaders from across nerd culture. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to keep this thing as, I think, a team this evening. How do you guys feel about that? Heck yeah. All right. So, all right. So teams are going to be Alexandria and Lismati versus Julia and Jackie. Because J and J. There we go. So here, here we go. So any, you all answer independently. If either of you guys get the answer, your team gets the point. All right, Alexandria. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to this game. This game is called Leader List for Ladies. Hey, that's what? weird. Because the because the alliteration or because it's for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that just made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I I create feelings in others that they don't understand. It's. Um, <laughs> All right, ladies, here we go. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a, a quote, a line, a reference, and a name. 
uh, or some combination of the following things, and you're going to tell me what franchise this leader comes from. Oh, no. So it's pretty, it's it's not too crazy. It's not too complicated. I'm going to give you a lot of information. It's not multiple choice. You have to know or you don't know. All you have to do is just tell me what show, what movie, what book series, what whatever that leader comes from. All right? Wait, wait. You're giving, you're giving the name of the leader. I'm going to give you all the information. All you have to do is come up with the franchise that they are from. Uh, <laughs> if you get it right, you get a point. Sweet. Nice. Plus, if I, we so both get we, it right, do we get two points it that's a great i love that caveat if you both get it right you do get two points perfect uh all right here we go you can uh we're gonna go one through 20 on this thing unless the game gets boring and then i'll just skip some <laughs> here we go Yay. number one to boldly go where no man has gone before captain james t kirk helms the starship enterprise in what series write your answers down in three two one, show me what we got. Jackie? Star Trek. Alexandria? Star Trek. Lise Marty? Star Trek. And Julia? Star Trek. All right, there we go. Everybody Hers gets a point. Looks like stars. Everybody gets Star one point. Everybody, so you got two points per team. <laughs> okay. Both teams, each team get a point. Alexandria, we're on the same team. I know. Don't Neff, Neff, what are the names of these teams that you wrote down? Uh, Alice Marie and J&J. &J. All right. J&J, &J, the only one that doesn't give you J&J in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you keeping the points? Okay, cool. Yeah, Neff's got it. Number two. We will do what is hard. We will achieve what is great. This is a time for American heroes, and we reach for the stars. In what television series are President Jed Bartlett's wit and intelligence on display? Jed Bartlett. Jackie. <laughs> You're just cute. I was like, I don't know, but make it cute. But I did the little, like, question block from Mario. Okay. Wow. Very nice. So lots of questions. What Did you write Rob? Yeah, because... Oh, wait. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Your name was Jed though, Bartlett, so and my dumb butt just wrote another name because I thought if I didn't know where it's from, at least I would know his name. Want you be from a show All right, Rob. so Neff, here we go. I want you to create a third category on your scorecard there with your name on it. Oh, Neff, you're the cleanup crew. If they don't get it and you get it right, you get four points. <gasps> what? All right, Neff, what is Jed Bartlett from? No idea. Nick Sadler? West Wing. It is the West Wing. Uh, We're all saying, ah, uh, like we know, yeah. know it. We did not yeah. know that Nick and just watch it. It's a great okay. show. Should all right, number three. Nick. After the death of his father, T'Challa becomes the beloved leader of Wakanda in this fandom. Show me your answers in three, two, one, go. I don't write that fast. Ah, I just knocked my microphone down. Yeah, you guys, you, you can say them out loud. Black Panther MCU. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. You guys all get it. Two points Yay. for each team. Neff, you get nothing. We love a good recovery. Number, As usual. <laughs> my marker is terrible. Number four. After a planet-wide genocide that huh? leaves only a few thousand survivors, oh, no. Secretary of Education Laura Roslin becomes president over all that remains of humanity. Oh. It's like that Kiefer Sutherland show. You only just made that up. Better. You made that up. I <laughs> did not make it up. I'd watch it. This is one of Scott Higa's favorite shows. I'm oh, so no. sorry. And I have the entire series. Not so sorry, Scott. <laughs> so sorry, Scott. I bought the entire series on Blu-ray. I like it. And you're gonna to say the name of it, and I'm gonna be so mad because I know. I feel like I know. What I you're know talking it. About yeah. Now. Okay. No, guys, we, one of us has to write it so Neff doesn't get four points. Uh huh. Somebody guess something. All right, here we go. Writing it down. Show me what you got. Did my question block. Question again. block again, and uh, what? And uh, nothing, and a nothing. Neff, what do you got? It's Battlestar Galactica. It is Battlestar ah, Galactica. I see. Okay. Ugh. Sorry, Scott Higa. Mm, Scott. I'm sorry, sorry to this Scott. man. Yep. You know what, Scott? From what series 
Does President Coriolanus Snow rule over Panem? Oh, wait, say that the first part again because From what brain. series does okay. President Coriolanus Snow rule over Panem? Oh, 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 oh. His name says anus. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, show me your answers, ladies. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. All right, that's one for each of you. Two. Thank you. All right, number six. You're talking to a king. In what series is King Joffrey one of the cruelest rulers ever? <laughs> so one of the dumbest. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Write your answer if you know it in three, two, one. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I was going to say it, and then I I got this, though, Alexandria. I got this. Nope, nope. That's one for each team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Neff is cheating for Jackie and Julia. Thank you. We don't have favorites here, Neff. Yeah, Neff clearly does. Number seven, the ruler... Of the story's main kingdom is Aslan, a talking lion who is not so subtle an allegory for Jesus. Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Narnia. The Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia, spelling? Nailed it. Nailed it. First try. Question mark. All right. Care Bears. Each team. Two points for each team. Two points for each team. Same as I got it. Yeah. Not four anymore. It's actually three for JJ. This adopted princess was not only in the royal family of Alderaan, but also a general in the rebellion against the Empire. What series are we talking about? This adopted princess was not only in the royal family of Alderaan, but also a general in the rebellion against the Empire. Show me your answers now. What do we got? Ah, is this Star Wars? Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. All y'all got that. Did you expect some of us to miss it? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't I know I'm here, so that's the question. So always well, I possible. know what's happening. Maybe. Finally realizing he can't do it on his own, Robert Bob Parr leads his family to become the heroes they were born to be. Show me your answers. It is the incredible. Bob Parr is the dad. I'm not happy, Bob. I've only known him as Mr. Incredible. One point each, Neff. Yep, I gave, I gave, yep. Num num cookie. Jack yep, yep, yep. num num. Num num. All right. This eccentric ruler, President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, brings the world to the apocalyptic no, brink. Exactly. In what, what film? This is from. Do you really? I do. No idea. Because of you. I oh. One, but. It has electrolytes that plants crave. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, now I feel insecure. About <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that you're excited, though. I really want to see what you're gonna put down. I didn't. Uh, All right, show me. All right, we have an answer. We got a question block. Question block. Questions. Idiocracy. It question is idiocracy. Right? Holy cow, man! What the heck is that? I feel like we should it's get four points. For that. I feel like I what? definitely deserve four points Holy for remembering cow. this. What is that? Idiocracy was a movie by Mike Judge. When about did it come out? I love. <laughs> Too early 2000s, maybe. Okay. Mid, yeah. My uh, knowledge of this movie is purely just the name of this man because Tony has said his name before. Yeah, he's, uh, it's played. He's Terry Crews, and he plays like if uh, imagine if if Dwayne Johnson got elected president of the world where everybody was stupid. 
Yeah. Oh, fun. Luke nice. Owens is from the past. So Luke he's Wilson. Still, I feel like this Luke movie Wilson's has come up Luke enough Owens in conversation sort of. between us that we should actually take the time to watch it. It's it's a it's a very crude movie, but we'll definitely watch it. Mm. All right, number eleven. Jack Sparrow may be the worst pirate you've ever heard of, but you have heard of him. All right. That's right. It's the Tiki Room. <laughs> it's two one R two Bs. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah. One R, two Bs? No. I thought it was two R's and one, one B. B. Nope. Two, one R, two Bs. Caribbean. So it was an Arby's Caribbean double beef and cheddar. We sure. all got it. Yay. Everybody got it. One point for each. Good for us. Pirates of the Caribbean. Two points for each of us. All right. Everybody can just not do With a trademark second head and a third arm, Zaphod Beeblebrox invented the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster <laughs> and got elected President of the Galaxy and has no idea where his towel is. See, sometimes my friendship with you, Tony, I'm like, will it pay off all this meaning? <laughs> <laughs> and then if you like, get this right, I, I just I feel like we're we're gonna be connected on a new level now. I, know, I can't okay. And then little okay. moments like this, it's to, like ah, yeah. Okay. I could be if on you, honestly, if you actually do get this right, I might actually get that matching tattoo with you. <gasps> the stakes have been raised. Yeah. The stakes have never been I higher. don't know that I know the whole name. Okay. Okay. Prices have uh, if never you know, if you recognize Zaphod Beeblebrox, I'm already like enchanted. <laughs> I've uh, heard all right, what do we got, Jackie? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm so mad that I didn't get it. Did you actually get it? Oh my gosh. Jackie and least Monty. I'm really Jackie. mad that I didn't get that because I really love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Such a great no, movie. First off, I'm share. so glad that I didn't put Jackie and least Monty on the same team because it would have been a slaughter. <laughs> You so two can enjoy a pangalactic circle blast. So I mean, and that, th that was the thing. I watched this movie yesterday, it's and such and a good movie. when that song came on, I only ever think of you, Alexander. So um, can I just say, a side story? I won a prize from work, from like a company that we work with, because in one of their marketing emails to us, they were like, "If you get this reference." We'll send you a prize. And the reference was from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And he was like, I hope you like being a nerd. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, Yes, I do. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> do I have a podcast for you? I mean, it's, the movie, I mean, it's got Sam Rockwell in it. It's got Martin Freeman. Most it's got Def. Most Def. It's got uh, right. Zoe Deschanel. It's got uh, Alan, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I mean, that's a great cast, What's his name? dude. The, the, Alan? Um, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Yeah. So was that the hand gesture to represent that John was, Malkovich? That was me being John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have to crawl through an elevator to do no. it, right? <laughs> all, the, all the ceilings are so Way short. better than John Cusack right now. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, he's the leader of the club that's made for you and me. Jackie, better get this. All right. Show me the answer. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Get it right. It is Mickey Mouse. I Mickey Mouse. Mickey. You I did? spelled it wrong. Julia. <laughs> I did not know. That's the only thing you have one thing. Um, Who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Liz Marie spelled it like a like a gangster from the 1940s. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. <laughs> hey, Mickey. Hey, hey. Mickey. See? Hey, Mickey. It's a fun. It's a fun. Hey, Mickey. Hey, hey. You might not know this. This is a fun. This is a fun fact oh. wrapped up in a clue. Okay, you may not know this, but the leader of New York's premier paranormal investigation and elimination service, Dr. Peter Venkman, according to the the novelization of the movie, was born in a circus tent at King City Attractions in Sedalia, Missouri. Didn't know that. Mm, there I'm you go. I do now. Who is the leader of New York's? 
premier paranormal investigation elimination services, Dr. Peter Venkman. He's the leader oh, of thank Ghostbusters. I was so not sure, but I'm We're so happy. Ready to believe you. Neff, if you did that with like a one, two, three, four, five, then you could just count. I was them up gonna a lot say easier. you did that really weird, dude. Yeah. This is the future. It's the future. <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> this is that, that's how they do it. I don't want to be a part of this. In the future, <laughs> counting is really Take hard, you guys. <laughs> Take me back. Some abacuses. All right, almost done. Number fifteen. <laughs> Abacai. <laughs> Abacai. 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 I would love if you gave me some abacuses. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> the math. Ah. The numbers don't work out. That's the opposite of, a, of an abacus. Yeah. That's uh, that's the the worst show on public television, Abacus, The Last Airbender. Elrond <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the Elvish king, <gasps> and he is the cautious leader of Rivendell. Elrond Hubbard mm-hmm. in this franchise. The Elrond. Red Skull. Elrond is the Elvish king, Megatron. <laughs> uh, no, it's Agent Smith. Why do I keep doing that? I'm sorry. He is the cautious leader of Rivendell in this franchise in three, two, one. Show me Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh. Lord of the Rings. Julia didn't get it. We That's get two. I, I know what's going on. <laughs> I've known the whole game. Look are you my sure you know what's going on? Because you are not counting look correctly. Look at my marks. Your points look, look weird. Look at all my marks. Based on the legendary <laughs> god from Norse mythology, Odin rules over the kingdom of Asgard in this universe. that I wrote oh. that for everyone to see. It's okay. Yeah. I think we all Just, got uh, it. Show us all your answer, please. Uh, <laughs> show I us your work. Sure, so that would have been very helpful. All right, Julia, show us what you got. Thor? Thor. Yay. What I is that? Thor, and I drew a little Thor on the O. <laughs> Where's his hammer? Hey. Oh, I forgot the hammer. Hashtag footnote. I have to tell you about a dream I had last night, and Chris Hemsworth's in it, and it's way more awkward than that sentence would imply. Okay. <laughs> Please do not let me forget to tell you this amazingly I awful, need to hear awkward. This was it Steven <laughs> as Chris Hemsworth? Your little Thor looks like a character from like H two O Mermaid. <laughs> 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 it does. Clear. Oh no. Oh no. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Though this character often goes by his more well-known name, Arthur Curry is the rightful heir to the throne of Atlantis. Oh, nice. Context clues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show me what you got, Lee Smitty. Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman with a sad fish. Because what did you write? DC What did you write? What did you write? I put Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Empire. No, just Atlantis. Just Atlantis. <laughs> I'm, my, go ahead, I'm, I'm go not going to lie, Jack my first point. thought in my mind was Merman from Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man. Particle, particle boy. It's actually pronounced Unite. Merman. <laughs> and Merman. Ethel. Ethel Merman. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, number 18. Got a couple more left. This In this popular animated series of movies, King Harold is the patriarch of the royal family of Far, Far Away. Mm. Mm. I know it. I know it. I know it. Calm down, Julie. Oh! Oh. Clear. In this popular animated series of movies, King Harold is the patriarch of the royal family of Far, Far Away. Julia, you seem confident. Show us what you got. Shrek. 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 I put specifically Shrek 2 because I think that's the one you he's in. You also Shrek Yeah, wrong. it is Shrek he, he's, He started in Shrek 2. There's no C. Yeah. <laughs> you so... Shrek. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for numerical accuracy. <laughs> Get shrek yeah, actually, in Puerto Rico, Shrek has a C in it. Oh, Jack, did you, you, know, you want to know why? Because they want you to say yes to Shrek. Shrek, C. All right. Wow. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to cover for you, at least. My <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, so everybody got that. Great job. Two more. 
The character of Jareth, the Goblin King, was brought to life by the late, great David Bowie in colorfully oh. flamboyant fashion. Oh, no. Oh, what's it called? Oh, I Wait, spelled no. this wrong. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? Wait, hold on. Got I did four it. W's. I did it. Whoop. Do whoop, not, whoop, I don't whoop. know how to spell it. That's the right answer. And they all start at the beginning. I know it. Whoop, Am I right? Whoop, whoop. Am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Okay. Are we? I have my answer written, but One, it's not spelled correctly. Two, two, three. All right. What do you got? Labyrinth. Oh my gosh. Oh, right. You guys all got it. Did Fantastic. I spell it right? I've never seen the movie. No. Close. Very close. Labyrinth. I've never seen the movie. We but do not count I have spelling. I've never seen it, but the David Bowie clue. That's yeah. what got yeah, me. Yeah, the David Bowie me. is what solidified. Whether he's a semi-truck or a giant robot, Optimus Prime leads the Autobots to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Final clue. <laughs> Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. All right, here we go. Show me your answers. Robots in disguise. I literally right. wrote robots in disguise. Julia, you wrote robots in disguise, so I'm going to give you one half point bonus. No, what? I put I Shrek too. Yeah, but you misspelled Shrek. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to draw a half Cancels point. Cancels it out. I'm going to draw Just a half a point, but it's, it's going to look Just exactly the same five. as the other one. No, no. All right, so tell me the scores between J&J &J and Alice, whatever the other team is. Alice Murray. This would be way faster if you'd done them in fives. <laughs> Alex and Liz Murray got... 32. Mm, not nice. bad. And Jackie and Julia got 28.5. Oh. Yeah, well, the real victory is that we all beat Neff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that. I love Nick it. Nick wasn't even playing and he tied with me. We're getting into some leadership tonight, and we're going to do it tonight with a two-question interview. It's the two-question interview. Bum, bum. <laughs> On tonight's two-question interview, I want to bring this up and see what you guys think. What fictional leader would you want to have as the pastor of your church? It's Sunday morning, you're walking into a brand new church, and this fictional character steps up to the pulpit to deliver a message, the Word of God. You're talking delivery, you're talking leadership, you're talking character and integrity. Who is your fictional pastor of choice? Alexandria. Gandalf. Gandalf the Grey or the Gandalf the White? Gandalf the White. Okay. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That seems like Tell pretty intense. Um, <laughs> because Gandalf literally sacrificed himself so that the rest of the party could go on to complete their task. Mm. And then he came back knowing that they were going to be able to make it to where they had made it. And then he was like, by the way, I'm here to help. <laughs> and so his heart for servant leadership mm -hmm. was very evident and he never wanted any of like the quote-unquote glory like he was always part of the party right he never like did it but, like i'm gandalf you have to listen to me they like looked up to him and he was wise and he led in a very servant leadership style but you know church would never start on time right yeah, I mean, it I would mean, never be late. It would always start exactly when he intends it to. Precisely when he intends. <laughs> precisely. Precisely whatever he intends. And it'll go on for three movies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nine hour sermons. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about it. Though. And it wouldn't end. It would just keep <laughs> going. Just keep going. going, and going. Okay. What about uh, second breakfast? Lisa Marty. A like Christian Uncle Iroh. <gasps> oh, good answer. Is a My good answer. Would, um, oh. He would be like. 
like really just like you can't be ever feel stressed or anxious like you would just be with Uncle Iroh he'd and think he could come up heaven tea. would open yeah, up like he could be your worship pastor he would he would just oh he gosh, would yes. sit down and lead an acoustic night like it's no one's business <laughs> oh. yeah everybody would cry it'd be it's real here so delightful oh that's that's a, that's really, a really great really answer that was yeah. so great so, no one else used yeah. the that was so good yeah i love that well right. that was the end of our two well, question so, yeah. that's, that's it that's since <laughs> no one else can possibly answer that with any level of success julia what's your answer why would you come <laughs> to nina you know this question's really hard for me i had like a hard time thinking of somebody and the only person i thought of was just like underwhelming underwhelm us then okay um blossom from the powerpuff girls oh. <laughs> wait wait that's actually why tell me why please explain because she that. is like all about girl power okay guys calm down <laughs> she's all about girl power and she's like a like a fearless leader and like she cares about the people that she's around she cares about justice i don't know this is my thought. Like this, and it would be really cute. It'd be All really cute. <laughs> I would throw a communion cracker at that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Pop those kids. Yeah, we got to watch out because the communion juice has got chemical X. <laughs> That's the power of girls reborn. You see their ultra superpowers. Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup have dedicated their lives to fighting crime. And of course, uh, and then you got the children's pastor is Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> and the worship pastor no, is Fuzzy him. Fuzzy <laughs> and, and the band is the gangrene gang. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to this church all of a sudden. Yay! <laughs> I win. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Jackie? Yeah, I mean, well, it's Steve Rogers. I mean, fights <laughs> for the little guy. Has leadership experience. No problem with the shield of faith. No problem with the shield of faith. <laughs> Will also put the hammer down. <laughs> That's cool. Wait, yeah. I love that. I would go to a Steve Rogers pastor church. Yeah. I would go to. Because he knows God, God doesn't dress like that. Well, the Bible does says does say forsake not the assembling together of yourselves. So, oh, yeah, makes sense. Calling church assembly. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Nefri. Uh, I'd pick Yoda, and he could just ring from the King James. Uh, <laughs> make it even and more then it confusing. Make, it would actually make My it make more sense. My shepherd, the Lord is. <laughs> <laughs> Shall not want. I will. I just think so, he brings like so much wisdom, and then even when he dies, he could still be the pastor of the church. <laughs> oh, no. so it's like you have a pastor. He's a forever he, pastor. He's a forever pastor. He's one of those ones he's that settles down. Yeah, and his and his sermons would be short, just like him. Oh, just like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I thought about this actually. I had put Gandalf as one of one of my potential answers, and then. You know who I thought of, and I don't know that I would think of them as a leader because they're not really leaders other than kind of like a, a moral leader. Hmm. But Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Yeah, that'd be great. But I don't know. But again, I don't know that we're thinking like leadership there. I mean, other, but um, I, I had to settle on my perfect answer, which is Captain Jean Luc Picard. Mm. Yes, I would, <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> goes, He's in the running. Yeah, Nick good. goes. That's the answer. What? what so what? Else, do you have answers, Nick? I do. I would have to say uh, Captain Pike. Okay, but, but specifically the Anson Mount. Captain oh yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so I, that that yeah, that's my pick. I, I love it so much when I hear Nick get excited so much, and he's <laughs> like, know. he's like, oh, you guys, I'm nerding out a little bit. I was gonna pick Picard, but then I feel like if I ever brought something up to me, we go, shut up, Nefri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So then, a second question: What fictional leader would you never, ever follow, and why? Nef. Denethor. Denethor, good answer. Just the, the steward worst. of Gondor, the absolute worst. I, I couldn't even just I I couldn't follow him for fear that I would ever have to watch him eat. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. The luncheons alone. The luncheons would, alone. Would Unbearable. Run people out of town. Yeah. All right, Alexandria. Who would you never follow? 
Um, Jay Jameson. Uh, Literally yeah. the worst. All he, he ever cares about is getting an objective done, and he doesn't care if you get hurt in the process. He just needs the pictures. Just <laughs> need pictures, pictures of Spider-Man. Spider the spider signal. It, headlines. Honestly, National coverage. He's like my least favorite fictional character of all time. Really? What? Wow. He's lovably hateable. <laughs> lovably hateable. I just, I don't, can't stand him. I feel that. Fair no. enough. Jackie? Dolores Umbridge. Oh that's my, a, that's oh. a solid answer. I remember reading the fifth book and just absolutely seething with hatred anytime her name came on the page. I just couldn't stand her. It's the worst. Yeah. I wanted to smack her. Just smack her. Just smack her. She's worse than Voldemort. Yeah, she, honestly, she is. She like, I hated her more than Voldemort. Word. She was the worst. We all know a Dolores. <laughs> we, <laughs> we all know a nice know Dolores. We all know one of My those. My mother's name is Dolores. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Julia. Willy Wonka. Oh. <laughs> okay. The reason I, mean, I work say okay. that Okay, is... no, no, no. I, I'm very curious about this one. Because he just doesn't care about people's well-being. Hello? He was like, like a spoiler alert, but like, let's be real. Like, at the end of the, he's like delightful and like fun, sure. But then like, he lets bad things happen to these children that are like, whatever, maybe have like a character flaw. They're children. You know what I mean? Like, he's fair. just like, they had it coming. But They're the, terrible but like, children. But although. But the thing is like, that's, but the thing is like, that, I don't know. Like, like, why, why are you mocking her? I feel like he would pad his children's church numbers by just having his Oompa Loompa sit in the children's <laughs> oh, church. Oh, I know. Well, this isn't a pastoral question. This is just about following somebody. Oh, I just thought that would be I in my head. In Willy your Wonka's head, Willy Wonka's the children's pastor. Like the I, church of chocolate. Here's the thing. I feel like I feel like I see like that tunnel scene over and over again yes. in my head. And I'm just like, I'd never want to uh, be yeah. a part of anything like that. Yeah. No, it's literally the worst. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry that I mocked you. Thank you. Yeah, it's okay. I love. I think you. if you watch, if you watch next time, you watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And we, you know, we're we're neglecting, of course, the uh, the Johnny Depp version. We're only talking about Gene Wilder. Also yes. awful. Imagine that. Imagine that Gene Wilder is the devil. Just imagine that that, that Willy. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Imagine that. See that Willy Wonka is secretly the devil, and watch that whole movie, and it takes a very different turn. Like it's like, oh my gosh, this guy is he's leading like enticing. this. Enticing. He is. Yeah, he's leading them through the seventh level here. His entire office is only half. So what's the theory then about the the kids, the Weasley twins, oh. that one of them dies and the other and the other one grows up to become Willy Wonka? Yes. That's and that's why he's got everything in his office is half because half of them is gone. <gasps> that yeah, it hurts me a lot to think about. I don't like that you said that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, that was scrum diddly umptious. <laughs> the snozzberries taste like snozzberries. And you'll be you in a wall? world of pure. Least my mind. Ah, this one was hard for me because I just feel like there's so many people that irritate me and I'm so highly <laughs> irritable, like, just in the day-to-day. -day. Um, I don't know, like, this is dumb. He's not really a leader, but, like, Mr. Krabs. Like, I would hate to work for Mr. Krabs. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a great that's answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. He's a terrible boss. Like, Cindy's selfish well. and, like, he doesn't appreciate. Like, nothing's worse than having a leader that doesn't appreciate the hard work of the people who are making him look good and, a like, carrying man. the weight for him. Mr. Krabs does not appreciate SpongeBob's labor. What about Plankton? Plankton's kind of self-serving too. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of similar. It's like, I it's him and just him and his wife. SpongeBob just seems to have a problem with all authority figures. That's mm. true. Correct. He's a goofy goober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Nick, do you have an answer for this one? I do. Uh, Captain Jellico. 
Oh, so you're going for the deep cuts there, Captain Captain yeah. Evergelico from Best of Both Worlds. Oh, come He's on. On, it was on my mind because I just recently watched that episode. It's a great so. episode. Come on, Nick. There's always room for Jellico. Nope. Don't. Nobody likes babysitting. <laughs> babysitting captains. Ah, that's funny. I got you, man. Nefty deep. So, when I was thinking about this question, I was thinking there was an answer that I thought for both questions, but it leaned more towards not a good one, and that was the doctor. Like, at first I was like, oh, he's got all the wisdom. Doctor Who. Doc- exactly. Okay. So I who? thought, yeah. Who? Doctor Who. Who? Who? I thought he'd be perfect because he's really smart and he's got tons of wisdom and he knows about everything. But all of his companions die. I was literally about to say just so look at his companions. I, I, like, it was a flip side of the coin that I didn't, like, he, sure he'd be a great leader, but then, like, at the end of it all, he's, all of his people end up in the... You know, in bad situations, mm. one way or another. So, the yeah, that's that good. Yeah, it's a good answer. Um, yeah, I was tossed up. You know, whether I was going to go back with like a literary character, like Captain Ahab or something like that. But um, mm. I, I, I think I, I ended up with um, Dutch from Red Dead Redemption Two. Just a bad dude. Don't want to follow him. I played the first game, which was a sequel to the second game, so I know how it ends up. Doesn't end up very well for following Dutch. Um, I, I, for lack of a better answer, I, I don't want to follow Dutch. I don't want to follow him. Bad dude. So, let us know what your answers would be. Uh, hit us up on the social medias. Let us know who you want to be your pastor, and uh, let us know what fictional leader you would never, ever, ever follow for this two question interview. Um, hey guys, we'll be right back. Napoleon, Kim Jong-il, Pharaoh Amenhotep I. What do all these leaders have in common? They're all teeny tiny. And you can find more leaders like these in the New Jersey Times bestseller, The Big Book of Teeny Leaders. For the first time ever, we've collected a comparative history of the world's shortest leaders. Joseph Stalin stood at a measly five foot five inches. More like Joseph Smallin. <laughs> Mussolini was Musatini. And Benito Juarez, aka Paquito Juarez, stood at only four foot six inches. And if you think Americans are exempt, you didn't know that President James Madison was only five foot four inches. And there's William Henry Harrison. He wasn't short, but his term in office sure was just 31 days. So grab a copy of the big book of teeny leaders today. Get yours quick because these books are in short supply. Uh (laughs) That was funny. That was cute. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. Y'all, I don't trust stairs. Why? Because they're always up to something. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... What do you get when you cross a dog and a calculator? What? A friend you can count on for life. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Abacus, come here, Abacus. Good boy. Abacus Finch. Abacus Finch. Abacus Finch. Oh my gosh. Full circle. <laughs> what a great dog name. That was cute. <laughs> I think that might have been your best joke ever. Thank you. And now it's time for tonight's best thing ever. ever. We are uh, we're coming to the end of the semifinals here, and uh, we're we're talking about our best 
Is it duos? Yeah, our best duos, best nerdy duos. Best nerdy duos. And Neff's going to be taking on this on tour tonight. Neff, who's up? All right, so last episode, last uh, voting poll, we had Kirk and Spock versus Troy and Abed. So Troy and Abed would be my pick, but Kirk and Spock had to have won. The I classic think it's duo. Troy and Abed. Honestly. How does Troy? Mm-hmm. Kirk and Spock have been around since 1966. I understand so, that, but plus three I feel films. like our fan base is a little bit well, younger. <laughs> and dang. I've never seen Star Trek, so. How? Really? You know what's weird? I've seen Star Trek. Is that a weird thing? No, that I, I've that's seen amazing. That and I've never seen Star Trek. I've seen a lot of Star Trek. All right. So, so uh, now, now Troy and Abed are fantastic. Yeah. Six seasons in a movie. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Who won? Troy and I in my heart, Troy, Troy and Abed, but I don't. I don't believe that's actually what happened. Neff, hit us with the facts. It was closer than you think. Okay, by fifty-eight point three three percent to forty-one point six seven percent. That's not close. Troy and Abed take the win. <gasps> wow! Wow! Good job, I'm listeners. done. I'm happy. I this knew is that I loved our listeners. Exit Kirk when you're Spock on top. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I don't know if that was logical, but it doesn't matter because Spock's out of here. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nick. Did Nick quit? Yes. Are, <laughs> <laughs> he came back to the mic. Putting his say, headphones yeah, down. Goodbye. He's leaving the booth. He's, he's gone. walking out right now. <laughs> Bye, Nick. Said, goodbye. Going home this, to his pregnant wife. <laughs> this bucket of bolts is coming everywhere. <laughs> pregnant wife. Well, that's great. Okay, so that is that. We have one more in our semifinal. Then before we go to the final. Yep, so, so Troy and Abed are in the final. They're in the finals. Oh, yeah. Wow. That makes me happy. That is amazing. Nuts. I did not. I didn't. My Some, bracket somebody's busted. bracket just got messed up right yeah. now. Okay. Oh, yeah, mine. So who's who else? Next, Ooh. who's next? This is this is another big one. Okay, oh. all right, I'm ready. Doc Brown and Marty McFly. That's right, good, right. solid. Okay. Back to the Future franchise versus Samwise Gamgee oh. and Frodo Baggins. <laughs> it's got to be Sam. It's going to be Samwise and Frodo, and Frodo yeah. for sure. Unless Stephen just like votes like a thousand times, he just spams the whole thing. But like, yeah. which one would Stephen vote for? Because he loves both. Oh, it's true. true. Uh, yeah, this is this is going to be the you one. You have that to think about oh. this. Is going to break Stephen. This is going to break Stephen. That's amazing. Uh, so so, where do they vote for this, Neff? So, Stephen, if you want to vote for this <laughs> <laughs> or any of our other listeners, uh, you can go to nerdagodcast.com. We will have the poll up for you. And you can vote on who you think should be in the finals for the best thing, thing ever. 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 amazing. So tonight we are talking about leaders. And uh, everybody here has leaders in their life. Everybody here uh, has led probably at some point or another somebody as a leader. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, since we have last met, uh, I have opened a church, which is kind of... Yeah. Thank you. Super fun. So we were only going to have uh, just Jackie and Julia and Lise Mati on here since they're the ones that actually came to be part of our church and the rest of you guys uh, chose not to. <laughs> so there is definitely... I don't know if you can see the invisible dotted line between us and you, but this is the cool kid side of the table. Oh. Just so you guys... Know. So we're like, oh, like wait, I'm cheese. on this side. <laughs> we got uh, like yeah, a... The, the line starts there. It's, it's a curvy line. We, we have like, a cheese like wedge. A couple of wavy lines. Uh, so yeah, so we, so I, I started a church and uh, we, we are now two services in. Uh, we Yay. had a couple practice services. We launched on the 19th and uh, so we've, we've got two Sundays in and, and it's been a, a really exciting adventure. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Um, 
I don't know who decided at one point or another that I should be in charge of anybody, but they have made me the leader of a church ministry and I get to preach and I get to make all the hard decisions and um, it's pretty awesome. And we've got some really great people that have come out, some awesome folks in the community that we've got a chance to meet. And uh, boy, golly, we're having church. Nobody told me that the message that I would have six months to work on for our launch Sunday, I would then have six days to come up with my second one. <laughs> so. That's, that's how that works, but <laughs> I know, but nobody told me. Alexandria was like, well, obviously. <laughs> such, <laughs> is, such is life. So, uh, yeah, but it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Julia has, uh, she has taken leadership. She is over our children's department. Heck yeah. Has done a phenomenal Ooh, nice. job as a leader there. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Julia. And uh, she actually, it, it's really, really cool. Uh, I've seen pictures. I have not been in, able to be in there because um, uh, it's You're Sunday's a work day for like me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but all the kids come out of there. In fact, I got a message today, Julia, really? from someone that said that they can't their kid their kid can't wait to be there because they love Children's Church. Aww, yay. that's awesome. Which is really, really cool. That makes me so happy to hear. I thought you'd be excited to hear yes. it too. Aww. And then Lise Mati has been the probably the actual leader of the church. Um, everybody <laughs> knows generous. she's the one that keeps me uh, on track and keeps everything moving and, and taking care of everything. I mean, when I say everything, she's over all of the things in the church. And make sure make sure that you clarify everything. That's exactly always. what she does. Yeah, so she takes my leadership. My leadership, which is like a crisp, new, Dixon-type, Conderoga number two pencil, and she actually sharpens it so it's usable. Mm, nice. Yeah, so uh, so I'm thankful Lise Mati has been uh, my, my right hand since we started this ministry, and, and it's been really an incredible experience. Uh, mm -hmm. Jackie uh, was working Disney all the time, all the time, so she just like just swooped into the I'm story. I'm literally like, I'm there when I can be there, guys. Sorry. I actually won't be able to be there this Sunday because I got scheduled to work. I love you. Uh, bye. Oh, Jackie. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Jackie's been great. She's been helping connect people, greeting people, and uh, she took some amazing, amazing photographs. No, no. Listen, that yeah. Tower of Donuts from Sunday. Listen. I have looked at that. At least, Monty, have I not? I, I, uh, they're, they're beautiful. I had this morning pose for it. Like, she was doing it. I'm like, wait, like, girl, I'm hold on one second. Donut. Angle this like, donut Angle more. this donut towards me. I love it. Let all me of, see the donut. All on the wrist. All the donut stacking. All on the wrist. She's an awesome donut. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you. I have an animated GIF of it. It's fantastic. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, really great. And, and it's just, it's been so exciting. It's been so fun to meet people and connect with people. And it's so weird. The, so the, the first Monday when, after the first Sunday, Sunday, uh, I've got my guest cards and I'm calling people and Lise Mati took the day off of work to kind of come in and help me get everybody in the system in the computer so we could do our follow-ups and I called the first person I left a message for him I'm like hey this is Tony from Sanctuary Church and I hang up and Lise Mati's got notes for me on okay first off you're Pastor Tony and then you this and this this like okay I just it's weird for me to be in that like mm -hmm. to see myself in that role so uh, so tonight, everything that we're talking about, I'm taking notes because I want to learn from you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just here to, like, to look for ideas on leadership. So what are the traits of a great leader? What do you, what do you see in a, in a leader that makes them like, this is something you look for? I think being able to roll with the punches, yeah, like having a, set, having a set plan, but also being okay when things change and come up. Mm -hmm. I think learning that early on, and I'm sure you know this, is... Um, I know nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you've served in, in church and if you've served in ministry. If you if you have served in ministry, you know that you have to be flexible because yeah. things change at the drop of a hat. And ultimately, if your goal is to put on a program, then you're only going to stick with your plan. But if your goal is to love your neighbor well and to love God in doing so, you're you're gonna roll. You're gonna learn to roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And, and I think when you're dealing with people, that you there's no way around that. Right. Yeah. Remember, some of Jesus's greatest miracles happened as interruptions on the way right. to do mm-hmm. on the way, seemingly like yeah. the woman yeah. who touched his hand. Yeah, that that he was, his he was yeah. on his way right. somewhere else, and when right. that happened, so uh, yeah, that's a great point. So flexibility, uh, rolling with the punches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that note, like vigilant, like to see what people need and like whether that's the people that they're serving directly or the people that are helping them serve like their team okay um just being really aware and empathetic to the points that people are you know just people and like they need the support too whether they're like on the team serving or they're getting this do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'm like no, no, having no. a hard time articulating. No, I, I completely understand. As um, as a leader, I think what what you have to do is you have to be a mindful of your team and yeah. that you're maintaining your team. So, like, I could take care of 100, 200, 300 people, and it would kill me. But if I can take care of 10 people who can each take care of 10 people, then you know, being aware and being uh, equipping and and encouraging yeah. the team is is super important. Definitely, I highly respect empathetic leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I think. I think there's a balance, right? As a leader, you you're the leader. You're the you earned your position. Um, in a fair and ideal world, you're the leader because you worked hard and started, you know, at zero and got to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so you deserve to have some authority, and you deserve to have the is ability. Is this the general you, up. or is this the me? I'll just making sure I don't have to do anything you're saying personally. The general. Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> if the shoe fits. <laughs> but I mean, sure. Um, but. Regardless of that, though, no matter how high on top you are, being empathetic and understanding and compassionate and remembering that the people below you, like you're not that much farther away from them or that you were once where they were mm-hmm. or that they're just human beings with feelings, emotions and weaknesses, yeah. mm-hmm. um, even if they look different than yours or their weaknesses are not um, convenient or accommodating <laughs> to the things <laughs> that you desire, um, a leader that can build people's strengths and that can be patient and be supportive and kind Um, that to me I value that when I feel like I have a leader that isn't holding my like failures against me but is helping me learn from them and build Mm -hmm. on them Mm -hmm. that changes like my desire to follow yeah. Yeah. One of the big things that I, I've always said is that you have to, to lead people. You have to give them opportunity, and if you give them opportunity, you also have to give them grace. grace. Yes. Yeah. You have to create an opportunity, uh, an environment where they can try and they can fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not a safe place to fail, then it's not a safe place to try. Right. Yeah. For for me, the empathy was one of the first things that came into mind too, because I think it's probably safe to say a lot of us have been in situations where we have not had an empathetic leader or someone who seems to genuinely care about us as a person and not just as like a number in the machine or like a product um, or as a product. Um, But also being able to be humble in your strength and in your position. Um, No, (laughs) there's no room for arrogance. There's, that's true. There's, there's a fine line between being able to be confident in your abilities, but still being able to say, Hey, I know that I'm able to do this because of these people around me, because these are the people who help support me and get it done. I'm one person. I'm one um, human being who has their own strengths and weaknesses. And then we come together as a team to like balance those things out. I, I think that humility probably feeds empathy. It does. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. A good starting point for it. I, I think about uh, Philippians 2-3 um, when it's like don't be uh, selfish and, and don't try to impress other people yeah. but be humble and think of other people as better than yourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is that, that's so important and it's so um, backwards according to like the way that we oh, normally wow. set up our oh, leadership yeah. structure. You know I think Lisa Mata you said something that that it always it always rubs me the wrong way when I hear it. I understand the principle behind it but I always feel like it's it's 
very unchristlike when you talk about as a leader be mindful of the people below you and i just hate about i hate to think about a leadership structure as those are the people below me you know like that's it, it seems wrong and it doesn't seem jesusy when Jesus is the one that's you know takes off his outer garment and is washing people's feet, mm-hmm. I feel like a Christ-like leader tries to get as below as he possibly can. Yeah, you know. So, and and I think when you're doing that in humility, then you can see when you're holding someone's dirty feet, you're going to be sensitive to their journey. I would say patience is mm. a big factor. Yes. That kind of goes hand in hand with grace too. Yeah, and I think that even patience even goes beyond people to circumstances too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, yeah, when things yeah. are bad, you know, when things mm-hmm. don't come out exactly the way you want them to, right when you want them to. Uh, what what his Bible says? Don't grow weary in, in well doing. You know, let's yeah. um, don't get tired of doing good because you will reap in due season if you faint not. It's um, Galatians uh, six something. Um, but that's uh, sorry, Galatians off the top of my head. Six, it's okay. Galatians it's six nine. Me. Thank you, Bible scholar. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, the, the the idea of like being patient with people and being patient in circumstances is is hugely important. I mean, when you're approaching people, it especially helps to approach them. And especially from a ministry standpoint, with love, and love is patient. It- love is patient. That's also in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, too, what's really important as a leader is, um, and we've talked a little bit about humility, but the mm-hmm. idea of being teachable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, yes. not, and not just from those who are older than you, mm-hmm. but also people who are younger than you. Oh, yeah. You know, so I think it's really important to have mentors, not only those <laughs> who are older than you, but those who are younger than you, because you want to have a well-rounded perspective mm-hmm. genuinely from all generations. You say yeah. that, and the only thing I can think of as an old man is me, like, bringing my phone up to someone going, can you show me how TikTok works? <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. And no. No, no. But, uh, but, you know, a good perspective. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think Especially as a leader, um, I just Second Timothy is one of my favorite books. I, listen, I have so many notes that are written down here, and I just mm-hmm. got tired of writing Second Timothy because okay. again and again and again, so many good things. Um, but what I think of is whenever Paul tells Timothy um, in chapter three, "But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it, or how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for mm-hmm. salvation through Christ Jesus." All scriptures breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped in every good work. Yeah. Mm. And as a leader, you have to be willing to be taught those things. He was taught those things from somebody. He's telling Timothy. His, his were, mother and his grandmother, I believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he was taught these things, but it doesn't just end there. Yeah. The word of God is is breathed out and profitable for for teaching for reproof for Mm -hmm. correction um and it's a lifelong journey of that refining um as you as you follow jesus um and sometimes it does take people older than you and people younger than you to see what you don't see yeah 100 percent. when i you know i think of like pastors and people that lead people to christ like you have to fix your eyes as a person in charge on what's really important yeah because if you don't stand for stand for anything you'll fall for everything type situation Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times if you don't know exactly what you're chasing or what the goal of what you're leading people to do like what the whole purpose is then you're not gonna be going the right way or something goes off task you're not even gonna realize that you're gonna be like oh maybe this is just a good idea and you're gonna try to encompass everything but if you have like a really focused um goal in mind and everyone is made aware of that goal to work together to get there i think that 
makes a good leader if you can make that goal really clear. Well, what does the Bible involved? say? Without vision, my people perish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then Habakkuk uh, two two says uh, for it says to write the vision and make it plain so that that he who reads it can run with it. Yeah. You know, we, we you have to communicate. That's something that that's why one of the things that, that at least Mahdi has been really helpful to me. We kind of made a joke about it earlier on, but sometimes I'll be like, Hey, you guys, we're gonna ABC this thing all the way through. And at least Mahdi's like, Yeah, but they need some one twos and threes too. And I'm like, Yeah, but it's really clear in my mind what I want to see happen. And she's like, But they don't unless they have the the same vision, unless they have the same clarity. And you're not giving them clarity. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's been really helpful for me. You know, I'm a broad strokes person and I need somebody that has the ability to, to, to see the fine points to go, you didn't really tell them this, or they don't really understand this, or can you help them with this? And I'll be like, yes, thank you for saying that. I feel like I've said thank you for saying that to Lise Monty about 47 times in the past 14 days. So thank you in advance for saying that. Mm-hmm. Lise Monty. Um, You know, there's nothing worse than having a leader that just doesn't lead and so Mm. you have to stand around and figure out for yourself Mm. how to meet the expectations of the leader when they don't really know what they want or they don't even know what to tell you to do to get there Mm -hmm. could you imagine if jesus was like hey guys maybe go do that right that might be a good idea one of the things i think that happens is leaders will sometimes sometimes leadership leaders will find themselves in a position of leadership based on charisma or talent or ability which is great Mm -hmm. and because it's like oh this person's the best talker or this person uh knows how to turn a phrase or this person is really good at putting structure together so they get put in a position of leadership but the problem is they are good at that thing, but not necessarily good at getting other people to do the thing. Mm-hmm. So they're in a position of leadership without actually being good leaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I, I have in, in times in my leadership, I've been have I've had to make it because of my ability to wing it. And I can wing it pretty well. I can fake it. I can get through there. I can pull it out like at the last second and unprepared fool everybody. But you can't fool everyone when the people that are following you say, we have no idea what we're doing or where we're going. Mm. You might be able to capture people's attention, but you're not going to be able to lead them to where you need to go unless they know where you're going. And God had no problem with that. When he's taking the children of Israel across the desert, he didn't just say, follow Moses. He said, follow the cloud or follow the flame. I'm going to show you where you're going. Mm-hmm. They don't. You don't know where you're going, but follow me to a place, like he said to Abraham, that I'll show you. I think that also comes back to how closely is that leader following Jesus? Mm-hmm. And it has to be, this leader has to be somebody who's willing to abide in Jesus and follow him first. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, you know, you touched on um, what Proverbs says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that every translation says this, but um, the way that I've remembered the verses where there's no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint or are hopeless right and so that that you know some people look at the word prophetic and they're like oh that's kind of like weird and creepy but like honestly all it means is that um you are hearing from the lord Mm -hmm. right yeah so if you're going to hear from the lord um he's going to show you where to go and if you have that confidence in what the lord has spoken to you and the confidence in who he's created you to be and called you to be you're going to lead well not because you trust in your own ability but because you trust in what god is doing in you and through you right so it's so different than just being talented and skilled and like yeah i talk pretty well or i sing pretty well (laughs) um but it it comes down to 
am I going to glorify God in all that I do because he's called me to this? And there are people, there are people that I know as leaders who, if you had told them 10 years before they were released into ministry, they would have laughed at you. Mm -hmm. If you had told them that they were pastors, they were going to be pastors or worship leaders or evangelists. Yeah, Five five years ago, I told you you were a liar. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think, I think it takes that developing because you followed Jesus. I think one of the hardest things in our culture, though, we tend to put leaders on pedestals. Yeah. Right. We we yes. want to create a brand for a leader. We want to create like like the, the following for the leader. It's like, oh, it, well, are, are you of Paul or are you of Apollos? You know, well, I'm of Stephen Furtick or I'm of, you know, and we go through the, the breakdown of the pastors that we like, the ministers we like. Well, I'm a Maverick City kid or I'm a, and we go through all of the, the brands of the different, you know, ministries that we kind of lean to or favor yourself towards. Oh, well, I'm a Chris Hodges guy or I'm a, and you just go through all the different, the the different things that we, we are of because we like to create personalities at the top of, at the top of the thing. Uh, But that's why I think it's so hard when you are a leader to make sure that you're not only hearing from God, but that you're being as transparent as possible. And by transparent, I mean getting out of the way so that people can mm-hmm. see Jesus. Right. Because in our That's culture, so we want it's not it's just so unintuitive for us to not sell the T-shirts and to not have the stylized right. you know thing. Or because because it's all about followers, it's all about influencing, it's all about you know saleability and marketability and. I don't know, and I'm just—I'm not going to be critical here because I wouldn't judge another man's servant, and nor, nor do I want to be judged. Mm-hmm. But I think that might be the hardest challenge in today's culture as a leader is to get out of Jesus's way. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that something that's important as far as ministry goes and leading in that sense um, is to spend time with God as mm-hmm. a leader, because—and that might seem like it's a, like a well, duh, thing to say. But the more um, I think about how God really equips the called, like mm-hmm. whenever you see th- stories in the Bible, there are so many people that are like, oh, I can't be a leader. I can't do this because I can't do that. And I was right. talking to you about this earlier. Yeah. God doesn't look at that person and go, oh, yeah, no, you're good. You can do it. You are strong. You are equipped. You're He's good like, enough. You're smart yeah, enough. No, he, God, 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 never, like you. God never says that. He says, well, I'm with you. And I can do it. Right. Yeah. So that's it. That's a good word. That's it. That's it. And so like when you look at it and you think that you can do it on your own, well, Jesus says like, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Like you can't be apart from me. You're not going right. to produce fruit. You can't do anything. You might as well be thrown into the fire. Right. So I don't know. I think it's, I do know. I think it's the most important to spend time with God because God and being in his presence is the only thing that's going to transform you because you can't have, um, and a real experience with God without being changed and transformed. And if you're trying to change and change and transform other people for the better to be more Christ-like, you yourself have to be there constantly just with God um, in your word and worshiping and giving it all all the time, like repeatedly taking up your cross every day. Because mm-hmm. if you want other people to do it and you're not doing it, that's not going to cut it. I agree. And I think that what you're saying here, if I had to put like a quick label over the top of it, mm-hmm. one of the most important, if not... The most important thing for leadership is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, I, because uh, somebody who lacks self-awareness, I'm not following them anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And, and we know those people. And they're hilarious until they get put in charge. And it's like, oh, this isn't like, fun no, or funny. I do not want this. Like, you just don't understand. Because mm-hmm. there, there's always the story that you're telling. We we had Dr. Fred Garman on the show a couple of years ago. And he's the guru of leaders. And, and he said, there's the story that you're telling 
and then there's the story that people are hearing. And most of the time, they're not the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. And if you lack self-awareness, you don't understand the way other people are perceiving what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And and I think, so Galatians 6.3 says, if anyone thinks he's something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. And I think sometimes people don't understand exactly what you said, Julia. Like it is so, it has to be so about Jesus Mm -hmm. and that we, we build our own hype. People put us up on a pedestal. They say, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're the leader. You're the one you're on the t-shirts. You have the followers. And then the, what do those leaders do? They fall Mm. every time. And we love watching a leader fall. It's our favorite. Mm. It's our favorite thing to do. You can't do anything out of selfish ambition, right? No, no. no. It's gotta be about serving others. And it has to be, it has to be directed towards Christ. It has to be, and that's the hardest thing. So constantly checking yourself, constantly seeing, uh, Lord, less of me, more of you, less Mm -hmm. of me, more of you. He must increase, we must decrease. I I think about um, how Jesus came to the earth to be with the people so that he could see and experience and feel everything that we feel so it became I I always forget the difference between uh, sympathetic and empathetic but basically the one where he like knows our experiences so a leader has to be able to step down from that pedestal and to be able to get in the trenches with the people that they're leading so that way they know and fully understand like okay yes I am the leader there is that like position there has to be like someone's got to lead something but also you should be willing to get your hands dirty and get in in there with the people that you're leading no matter what you're doing be it ministry or what have you yeah was the old adage like i wouldn't ask my men to do something i wouldn't do myself right i never say it's not my job well that's and that's the disney way i mean it really is um, if you, you know, see, yeah, you, that you, is. You see a piece of trash on the floor; it's your job to it's, pick it up. Yeah, right. I, I, I do say that to my trainees a lot, but that's also just kind of how even pre-Disney I just felt was. Right. It's never. I mean, Disney not did invent job. that. No, but, the, but that is that is a, a hallmark of excellence. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, most, it's never not my job. Most definitely. There's also a question that you have to ask yourself as a leader: What is my end goal? Do mm-hmm. I just want people to follow me, or am I raising up men and women around me who are going to yeah. do far greater than I have ever yes. considered possible? And I think Jesus sets the example for that whenever he tells his disciples, you're amazed that I can do this, but far greater things you will see and do, Mm -hmm. right? And his goal coming down to the earth was not just to say, hey guys, I'm here. You have to follow me. But he wanted them to raise up Mm -hmm. as as leaders Mm -hmm. um, for the first century church and far beyond. And if your end goal is not that, then you just want people to look at you and tell you you're pretty. That's it. <laughs> Is it too much to ask for both? <laughs> <laughs> Can that be pretty too? No, and going back to to Second Timothy, Second Timothy in chapter two, uh, Paul says to Timothy, he's like, and what you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Right. You you can't have success unless you have a successor. Leaders produce leaders. It's true. Yes. And that's it. I mean, that's what Jesus did with like Peter and Yeah, if, all Je- his if disciples. Jesus didn't do it, it would just be the Bible would have just been like three great years in Galilee. And, right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. But the, but we're still we are direct descendants of somebody who followed Jesus. Right. Who followed, who followed, who followed, who followed, and then somewhere along the way someone told us about Jesus. Right. And it, it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's a that's why we are who we are. That's why I am who I am. Because great leaders poured into me. And if we yeah. went and, and we, we're not going to take the time tonight, but but think about those mentors and think about the people that have really led you and poured into your life. Thank them, you know, or, or if, you, if you don't have the opportunity to thank them, thank God for them, you know, pray for them and acknowledge them, the people that really took time to prop you up and to give you opportunity and grace 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tony. That's the big <laughs> Thanks, <one>. Tony. <laughs> no, no uh, and I'll challenge you guys with this, and we'll we'll wrap it up for tonight. If if you see yourself as a leader in any area of your life, and I think that you do. At least, Monty, you got to train somebody the other day. So you, you like look at you, new levels of leadership. You know, uh, Neff. You know, you uh, you've been taking the helm on on children's ministry in a, in a lot of you know big time platforms. You know, and Julia, you've done the same thing, uh, you know, and uh, and maybe even a little bit against your will. Uh, <laughs> all of us, if we, if we take the time and go around, Nick's about to be a dad. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's that's the ultimate leadership <laughs> that's position, a real right? One. Uh, if you are a leader in, in any area of your life, make a little list and say, what, what traits of great leadership do I exemplify? Am I humble? Am I... Uh, perseverant? Am I patient? Am I transparent? Am I prepared? Am I self-aware? Do I, do I seek wisdom from God? And then, and then make a, a, a second column of which ones do I need to work on? Because leaders don't just get to a point in their lives. They don't just get an opportunity and then stop growing and learning. A leader is someone who continuously works on themselves and works on how to get the most out of their opportunities and their passions. So look at yourself, know yourself, grade yourself, you know, let the Lord seek you and know you and find out, Lord, I need to work on my patience this week. Lord, I need to work on my intentionality this week. Lord, I need to work on my time management this week. Um, the most productive person in the entire world has the same 24 hours that you do. So, you know, they probably just don't spend so much of it on on TikTok, right? Or sleeping in late or... Taking naps. Taking naps, yeah, whatever. Sleeping in late and then more sleeping in. Yeah, you know. Um you know, rest is important. Rest is <laughs> rest is productive, and that this that's not that's not unimportant at all. Like I, I was listening to a, a, a leadership podcast the other day. It was, in fact, it was the one that I sent you, Carrie mm-hmm. Newhoff, and he had Craig Rochelle on there. I didn't realize this. Craig Rochelle, who he he leads Life Church, um, he is so intentional about his time. I don't know if I've told you guys this. He's so intentional about his time as he was sharing his morning routine and kind of like how he gets through his day. Like he has his morning routine down to where he doesn't take any additional steps. And by steps, I mean he doesn't place his feet any more than he absolutely has to in the morning. He's got mm-hmm. his routine down to where he wow. gets up, showers, brushes teeth, gets to breakfast, walks out, and doesn't take any tour detours or deviation. He has found the most efficient and effective way to do it, and he does not change it because being efficient and maximizing his time is so important to him. He doesn't just sit down and scroll through Facebook or YouTube or whatever. He, he does his thing. He has his assistant, knows what restaurants he likes and what he likes from those restaurants, and his assistant will order him something he likes so he doesn't have to take the time to go through. Like All of these things, like as crazy and intentional and busy and hectic and don't waste a single second of the day as that is, he then follows it up and says, and then learn how to rest because rest is productive. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing for me. That's I, I said to to Ryan, who is the young man who's our worship leader at the the new church in Sanctuary Longwood, and um, I said, Ryan, make sure that you're taking your time, right? Like, make sure that you're taking a day off, that you're taking some time to be with your family or to rest or whatever. And he said, Sure, thank you so much. And what day are you taking off this week? And I'm like, Yeah, dang it, Ryan. He would say that. Good job, Ryan. And 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 it's hard. I mean, I was telling Lisa Body on the way over here. It's like tomorrow I got a funeral. You know, I didn't. You know, I didn't plan on this dude dying this week, but now I got a funeral in the morning, and that's 
preparing for that has thrown off the rest of my week. So now I've got to do stuff that I was tomorrow afternoon was going to be like a nice day of rest and whatever. And now it's not. It's work. And sometimes that's the way it is. I'm still like learning my rhythms and learning how to get through those things. Lise Marie busts my chops and she's like, you don't have to do all of the things. There are people that will do it. And I'm like, but I want to do all the things. That's how I've done it so far. <laughs> and Lise Marie, who is empowered and deputized to be my assistant, says, no, that's not how we do it anymore. And I'm like, shut up, Lise Marie. And she's like, you shut up. Go to your room. Can I can I just share something from my pastor that he shared with me because I sat down and talked with him about what does your daily life look like? Yeah. And mm-hmm. how have you learned to Sabbath well? And he shared with me, he always takes Fridays off because then nobody asks you to do things like that on a Friday. <laughs> I'm so serious. Make Friday your day off. Today is my day off. Friday is my day off. I was going to yeah. say, I'm off on Friday. I spent my entire day here in the office doing work. You and, did do that. In meetings because, because stuff has to get done. Stuff has to get done. And we're still in those weird phases where I just can't hand everything off just yet. I'm learning and, and, and I'm not good at it in, 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 intuitively. Even if I could, I'm not good at it. And that's why I have people around me that bust my chops and give me well, uh, that whole learn me, today, Tony. I know, learn today that hold me accountable. Like I had to come here this morning to do a video with Julia. Mm-hmm. Julia, did I do that video with you? No, no, I didn't. You want to know why? Because you're doing other Because Lise yelled at me and told me not to do the video with you. She no. said, get somebody else to do it. You have other things to do. And I know that sounds, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of like over talking about Lise Mati, but that's a blessing. Like she is, she has mm-hmm. filled a spot of absolute necessity in my life of keeping me balanced and accountable. And God will send people that will speak that. I mean, Lise Mati is not the leader, but I'm a better leader because of having a follower like Lise Mati. That's important. And that's, and, and, and there's, there's roles for all of us in each of those areas. My pastor is a better pastor because I followed him. I, I honestly believe that. That's that's important to fill those roles and to be a good leader and to be a good follower. And, yeah. and God requires both of us. So um, take some time and thank your mentors. Thank yeah. someone who's poured into your life and, and love them this week. Take a look at the areas that you're strong in and thank God for those things. And then the areas that you're weak in. God may not have called you to be the leader, but you have the opportunity to be a leader of someone this week and God expects you to rise to the occasion. Well, that is all the time that we have for tonight. Thank you so much for being with us for the Nerdy Godcast. We're glad to be back. Hang out with us. Uh, you guys can go over to our website, nerdygodcast.com, and get some swag from our Nerd of God store. Get your t-shirts, get your stickers, get your buttons and all the fun things like that. Follow us across all the socials and uh, please, if you haven't done so yet, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a review. That really, really does help us out a lot. And and honestly, the biggest thing that you can do uh, is is pray. Pray for Nerdy Godcast, for the ministry that we do. Uh, it is free and it is super, super effective. If you know someone who loves Jesus and loves nerdy stuff or just likes Jesus and loves nerdy stuff, uh, you can also share. We appreciate you guys helping us get the word out. You are the best and we love you very, very much. For the Nerdy Godcast, Jackie Freaking Wilson. <laughs> Alexandria Marica. So long and thanks for all the fish. Quentin Gregory Neff. Good night. Lovely Lady Lismati. Make good choices. Julia Cameron Colazzo. Adios. And Big Papa Nick. Oh, no. I don't like that one. (laughs) I love it when you call him Big Papa. (laughs) (laughs) That's worse. Throw your hands in the air. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we we can't stay here.
matter how cold it is, Lieutenant, you must never look cold. No matter how hungry you all are, Lieutenant, you must never appear hungry. No matter how terrified you are, Lieutenant, you must never look terrified. Because if you are scared, terrified, hungry, and cold, they will be scared, terrified, hungry, and cold. I've gotten away with that many, many times in the course of my career by being scared to death, cold, and wanting to go to sleep. But no, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's go around this corner, if only out of curiosity. And they'll follow you into the darkest night, down the deepest valley, up the highest hill, if they trust you.